The following episode was recorded before March 2024, and while the content shared is valuable and useful, it features Rob, who is no longer involved in the business. Hey, it's Rob and Kennedy. Hello! Today on the Email Marketing Show, we're talking about having a free trial sequence for your membership. Offering a free trial to get people into your membership. Good idea, bad idea, what should you do with it? And the full details on some ideas that we use in our business. We're going to find out. So, at the end of this episode, we know that you're going to have a whole bunch of questions about how does this apply to my business and can I still use this even though my business is different? Because your business is different. Uh, So, if you'd like to chat about that stuff, come and hang out in a free community that we created for you called the Email Marketing Show Community. Sounds fancy, doesn't it? It's just on Facebook, so you can join totally for free. Just head over to Facebook, go in the little search thing at the top of Facebook and search for the Email Marketing Show Community. It'll pop right up. You can request to join. There's thousands of other people in there, just like me, Kennedy and you, all chatting about this email marketing stuff and really continuing the conversations that we start on this podcast. Go and check it out, the Email Marketing Show community. He is a lean, mean and killing machine. It's comedy hypnotist Robert Temple. I've got questions. And he does a really good impression of a cow. It's psychological mind reader, Kennedy. Can I just confirm it's a little, little, a little mighty ant thing and not your ant, whatever she's called, like you're a lean. Yes, not like my Aunt Muriel. No, no. no. It's a, um, Do you no, actually have an Aunt Muriel? We've talked about her before, but is she real? She is, yeah. You really have an Aunt Muriel? Yeah, yeah, she's very much alive and not being killed. Not by you. I can't say that name because I always think of the word mural. mural. Like a big paint on a A big paint on a wall, yeah. No. Uh, no, we've got ants in the house, and so um, we've got little ant things around the house. So you've been got ants in your pants and fleas yeah. in your knees. When I was a, when I was a kid, though, uh, we had a crazy paving. Remember that outside the house? What? And, um, what are you talking like, about? Lots of different like shapes of paving in the front yard that were all different, like cut on different junky angles and colours and that. This is in the in the early nineties, so right. late eighties, early nineties. Okay. Was it anyway. all terracotta? Terracotta. No, Ter- it's lots of different colours. Anyway, oh, okay. uh, ants used to crawl around that. And when I was a kid, my dad reminisces that I'd like lift my knee up higher than my head and like slam my foot down on. So I'm sort of continuing on a lifelong tradition of killing ants. Wow, you're on a mission. You're on a mission. I love it. I love it. Yes. I love it. Okay. Has the, has the theme tune stopped? I can't tell. Yeah, yeah. The theme tune stopped ages ago. We're about 12 <laughs> minutes at the episode now. We'll be fine. No. <laughs> uh, impression of a cow. Uh, Right, Marty Cow. Uh, you can do that thing where, you know, somebody says they've got some mega talent and you go, go on then. And you go, oh, no, I can't. You've put me on the spot. <laughs> you know, like, oh, when I oh when I sing, it sounds like Shirley Bassey. Go on then. No, you put me on the spot now. <laughs> I do a brilliant Swiss accent, but from the northern region of Switzerland. Go on then. No, you put me on the spot now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. You want to hear it, don't you? Give us a cow. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to not smile. Hang on. Uh-oh. This is tough, actually. You're smiling. I'm going to close my eyes because I'm looking at you. It's ruining it because you look like a cow. So I'm going to. I'm going <laughs> to. If I look away, I'm a bit patchy. Go on. Go on then. It's very good. It's pretty good, isn't it? Is that because your uncle's a farmer? Yeah. No, it's because I can do an impression of a cow. Anyway, hello. Every week on the show, uh, we show you how to make more sales and earn more money from your email subscribers and do farmyard animal impressions. We talk about email marketing strategy, psychology, tactics, and share what's working right now to make more sales online, making you the email marketing hero 
of your business. For the brand new episode, every email marketing Wednesday, make sure you hit the subscribe button on your podcast player. It's a good job we don't teach podcasting, isn't it? Because nobody's going to take this very seriously at this point of this podcast. Um, big shout out to uh, Nick, who is a member of our membership of the League of Email Marketing Heroes. Uh, Nick's been around for a while and has been trying to um, do email he's marketing. Old. Nick's really old. He's been around for a while. You should see him. Nick's had a big breakthrough is what I'm trying to say. He's been around our world for a while, uh, studying very intently. He always turns up to calls and asks great questions. And you can tell from his face he's listening very intently. And um, he recently got started uh, doing the email marketing thing. Uh, he sent out a terrible friend campaign, which is like to warm up an order list you've ignored for a while, um, merged in with our LOL revival campaign, which is to revive, revive disengaged subscribers. It's not even meant to sell anything, right? But I didn't even did know he... you could buy anything from it, to be honest. You can't really. Uh, not only did he get a bunch of people replying saying, I want to stay on your list, Nick. I love hearing from you, which mm. made him feel warm and fuzzy. But he also got two new bookings out of it as well. So a photographer there based in a photography studio, getting clients through the doors by doing this email marketing thing. <laughs> love it. Well done. Well done, Nick. So, Rob, um, a lot of people want to know about, to get people into your membership, if you've got a membership, obviously we've got our membership, the league, a lot of people have memberships because they're a really good way of having recurring income rather than having to start the month at zero again. Very popular model. They're popularized by a bunch of friends of ours and stuff like that. But how do you get people in? And that's the whole thing. Like that's the whole the the whole focus. One of your big focuses as a membership site owner has to be how do I get people in? One of the things we see a lot is, oh, I'm going to do a free trial, or I'm going to have a trial. And I thought we would spend today just having a bit of a bit of blather, having a bit of a chat about whether that's actually a good idea or not, and the different ways you can do a trial. Because what's interesting is you might we all think we know what a trial is. But actually, a trial is not a trial is not a trial. There's lots of different ways of doing a trial. So the good thing about doing any kind of trial, free trial, we'll talk about paid trials as well a little bit later, because um, that, that is a, an option. The good thing about doing a trial is you will get a whole bunch, loads of people joining your membership. You'll get a whole bunch of new people because, heck, free, that's exciting. The problem with a free trial is the amount of people who leave is high. And the reason for that is there's no value in free, right? People haven't overcome any kind of barrier. They haven't had to work. They haven't had to invest in order to get into membership. So they're not the most likely people to all go in and start doing the work, right? Because any membership whatever someone's learning or getting from you requires them to do something. It might be copy and paste a bit of code if it's a, if it's a SaaS, if it's a bit of software, or it might be learn a thing or do an activity or do the workouts or whatever it's going to be. And they, they need to do the work. So that's the point at which they go, oh yeah, I can't just get into this thing and suddenly I'm going to get the result. I'm suddenly going to be thin or my dog's going to currently you know, not be a dick and I, or I'm going to have amazing email marketing, whatever. I've got to do the work. And that's when people fall down. If people have paid, then they go, well, I've invested. So I'm going to do the work. I remember when we first got our, I first ever got, and you, you as well, got our first ever Keep account. It was called Infusionsoft back then. And there was a few thousand dollar joining fee to even get set up. And think about that. That's outrageous compared to what everybody else in the marketplace was doing. But I can tell you now, when I got in, and the problem, if you want to call it that, with Keeper Infusionsoft is it is super 
flexible, which means you can do everything. But that can mean when you first get in, you go, Jesus, I'm fucking intimidated, right? Because I can do anything. And so I've got no doubt that if I hadn't paid a couple of grand to get started, I would have probably gone, oh man, this is a lot of work to set it all up in the first place, which it is. Well, it definitely was then. It's actually way less work now, truthfully. Truth be said, since then you you sort of campaign building and stuff like that. But um, I would have probably left. But the fact that I'd paid a couple of grand to get in made me go, well, I've already shown me commitment. I don't want to waste that two grand or however much it was. It might have been three, I can't remember. It might have been 20. No, it definitely wasn't 20. Um, so uh, that's one of the things that's going to happen is people are going to join, they're going to leave. Yeah. So I think we need to sort of like pivot the conversation, I guess, away from free trial to just trial. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, do we should we run trials and how do we run trials and all of that stuff? Because the answer is definitely one of the big bits of what we teach as our score engine, which stands for sales, content, objection handling, risk reversal, and uh, engagement is the R, the risk reversal, which is basically what a trial is looking to do, right? And there are lots of different ways of doing that. And again, everything is a scale, right, between uh, the the price you normally charge for membership. So whatever you're, let's say you've got a $99 a month membership, it's whatever the price is, so $99 a month, say, and on the other end is free. So let somebody in for a month or a week or seven days or two, that's, that is a week, uh, or two weeks or whatever, <laughs> for three days for free. Seven days or a week. You can do that. <laughs> you can do either. Um, then you can do that and then or there's like a scale in between the two isn't there and the higher up that scale you go uh the 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 lower the front end conversion will be but the higher the retention will be so years ago a friend of ours was playing around a lot with like one dollar trial versus 295 trials versus 495 trials versus 995 trials for a 99 dollar membership well all of those things are still massively risk reversing they're still massive um opportunities for people to try out the membership at a, a lower lower risk or you know almost zero risk um but but they had a massive impact on retention and literally the higher the price was the lower the front end and it is a bit of a balancing act right you've got to have a bit like making a cake you want to mix up these ingredients and just keep trying them till it tastes right you've got to try how much is the trial how long is the trial mm-hmm. and um what, like do they get full access to everything etc and again that's what you're sort of playing with you want to mix up those ingredients go well, actually if i do a 9.95 trial uh for seven days say that gets me the perfect number of people joining and the perfect number of people staying that the end result is the most money because remember those are all different things yeah the that like the truth is, if you do a nine ninety five trial, sure you're going to get fewer people signing up than if you do a dollar trial. But you're also making eight ninety five more money up front, yeah, uh, which is money in your pocket regardless of whether those people stay. And the level Let's of equipment is higher, right? Yeah, if you charge a dollar for anything, you don't get any money because it's all absorbed somewhere in fees and whatnot. Yeah, I think so, the, the thing to really really calculate when you, when you look at the numbers there is for every person who comes into the trial, how much are they worth to you? As a li- as the lifetime of that customer, and if you can't do that because it's it's tricky with membership because you might have like us, we've got members who are still with us, you know, years and years on since the beginning. You go okay over a year, on average, how much is a dollar trial person worth to us, and how much is a nine ninety seven um nine dollars ninety seven uh, trial member worth to us, and just look at the the gross number per person. So yes, we might get a hundred people in. With the one dollar one, we might only get fifty people in with the ten dollar one. But actually, how much are they worth in total, including the dollar, including the ten dollars? And take a look at that. The other thing you definitely want to play with, by the way, 
is the length of the trial. This is something we've tested loads and had so many discussions, so many flipping discussions with Rob, Michelle, uh, myself, and, uh, and Aidan. We've, we've talked a lot about how long should that trial be. And we've done trials where it's... So we currently have a dollar trial. Um, and we've tested that at the full month. Do they get their first full month um, as a member for that dollar? Do they get it? And we currently have it as 14 days, but you could try seven days. You could try five days. Uh, we've even seen it done like you get a 48-hour pass for a dollar or whatever. So you can frame it in lots of different ways. But here's a really important thing, talking about framing it, just sort of jumping forward a little bit here, Robin, our little plan, um, is, to, is, to, um, is to really talk about it as their first few days. So don't be like, hey, this is a trial. Because a trial, yes, it highlights the risk reversal, but it also doesn't have any, it doesn't have any implication of you're joining a thing that will rebuild, a thing that you'll want to remain a member of. So what we say instead is get your first 14 days for just one dollar. Yeah. That implies I'm gonna I'm gonna continue on. And it's a weird mix of things, right? Because I'm going to say something now that's going to sound like a contradiction. But the the reason why you need this kind of free trial type approach or, or you need a trial of some description for your membership is the fact that in all areas of our business marketing, we need something, like I said before, that reduces risk. It's one, it's one, one it's why it's one of the core five elements of our score engine. And so the job of your trial is to reduce risk. There's a misconception here. People will quite often say, oh, I don't want to do a dollar trial for my membership because I don't want to do a discount or whatever. It's not a discount. No. People who buy from a discounted thing so, uh, are different from the people who buy for a dollar trial or a $5 trial or whatever who are buying for the purposes of, well, I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to work for me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. I don't know if I'm going to like it. All those questions that are partly solved or in some way solved by having a risk reversal thing. So despite the fact that it is a risk reversal campaign, not a discount campaign. That's really important distinction. Yeah, you are going to get people who are joining um, for risk reversal, even though you're saying get your first month for a dollar, which sounds like a discount, but it's not. So um, if you said the, the, the language we never use is take this dollar trial, again, because we don't want to imply that people are going to try it and might leave. Instead, they're actually joining and their first month is a dollar. That sounds the language of a discount, but actually the emotional appeal, the emotional trigger that makes people jump on it is this sense of, oh, there's no risk if it's only a dollar. It's only a dollar. I'm not risking the whole amount. So, But there are also different types of trial to think about. So we don't want you to think, oh, well, I have to do this dollar thing or this $5 thing or this free thing. The, the, what we want to do is, think about the different ways you can do a trial the first one is what do they actually get what have they got access to what should be included in your trial so there's a few different things you can include in your trial the first one and the most common one that we see most and the one that we do currently uh, actually we do two different ones uh, the, the one we do most of the time on automation is an access all areas trial and so for us that is for $1, for 14 days, that's the two things, they get access to everything. So if you joined our membership, the league, you would get your first 14 days, that's how, that's how long, 
That's the first thing you need to decide. For $1, that's how much. And what you're going to get access to is everything. So in that time, someone can access all of our email campaigns without restriction. They can access our entire Automate Hero suite of software tools, implement them, run them, use them in their campaigns, campaigns and get sales during that time. They can attend the live group calls. They can watch all of our video trainings in our battle plans area, which is, full, which is a full library of video training. Literally everything. And that's great because we want people to get the full experience of what's possible and say, wow, I want to stick around for longer. That's just one type of trial though. That's only one type. The second type is called a limited access trial. And that's where you say, look, for your first seven days, 14 days, however long it is, it's going to cost you a dollar, whatever, but you get access to only this bit. And it might be they only get access to the pre-recorded materials and they don't get access to the live calls. It might be the other way around. They only get access to the live coaching calls if you have them and they don't get access to all of your pre-recorded content. So it's limited access in some way. And related to that is one of our favorite types of trial that, that we run a few times a year. And that's an open day. And an open day is that the way we do it is a type of trial. And that is where someone can come along for free. In this case, this is a free trial. And the thing they get an access to is a limited access. So it's a free limited access trial. And the way it's limited is they can attend one live group coaching call that we call a hotline call inside the league. So it's free and you can come along and attend one of our group coaching calls and see what it's like. And what's really important about these things is to then think about how does billing work? And we're going to talk about what you do in terms of, do you automatically charge people at the end of the trial or do you not automatically charge them in the trial? We're going to talk about um, where places to think about that and what you should do in what situation a little bit later in this episode. So there's your four different types of trial. You've got your access all areas trial, which is basically like being a full member. You've got a limited access trial. You've got an open day. And, uh, and so that's sorry. There's the three different ones. Um, Rob, I'm curious what you think, because we've heard different things, and, and I still can't make a decision, honestly. When someone joins a trial, do you think they should go through the normal member onboarding, like every member does, that who's paid, or should they have a separate, you're in a trial type onboarding that's designed to convert them to, to rebuild? So my opinion on it has always been that it, they're just the same onboarding is fine. Onboarding is onboarding. It's good. And whether they've paid $99 or $2 or whatever, the, the job of the thing is the same. It's to get them to want to remain a member. But then we've got membership uh, expert friends, several of them, um, who've all said, no, it's a different job because you actually have to get those people to realize it's worth the full price. The people who signed up at $99 a month have already realized it's it's that it's worth being a member at full price. These people have come in based on risk reversal. And I guess it partly depends on how much selling you've done up front. So if you've really sold the value of the membership and everything up front rather than just the dollar trial. Where our risk reversal sits is it doesn't sit on the front end. So I should we should say that. We don't like make our front end offer so we don't make our front end offer for membership the risk reversal bit because we'd run out of things to say, right? One of the reasons for putting it down the line is, well, two reasons. One, you maximize profitability by selling it to people who are just ready to go first and then selling it as a risk reversal to the right people somewhere in the engine that you've got selling stuff via email. So you, you maximize revenue that way versus everybody joining on a trial. But also, if you have it so that... Um, 
the trial is first, like I said, you run out of things to say. Like if we sell it for full price first, we got loads we can say, and then we get to a point where we go, uh, okay, what's next? How about take it for a trial? You know, we never say those words, but come and get your first month for a dollar, special deal. Um, whereas if you say that up front, where do you go from there? How you can't make it expire, which means you can't use any sort of, sort of urgency or anything like that. Um, so maybe if you were leading with the trial, maybe you need a different onboarding. But then again, that would be your only onboarding because you wouldn't have people joining at full price. I think um, the answer is probably test it and try stuff. But we we haven't yet got a good system that's different we just put everybody through our same onboarding because our onboarding is great like people come and say this is the best membership onboarding i've ever seen um so at the minute we're just sticking with that yeah i think i like that argument of of saying it needs to sell them on the the full value of it and i guess that's true if they haven't seen the full value but for us because they've been through a full sales campaign then a content-led campaign then an objection handling campaign like they've heard about the price of this thing i mean exposed the high value of it a lot by that time whereas if your front end offer a lot of memberships have this their front end on their sales page way of getting people in is your first x days for a dollar or a low price trial then you do have to spend the first few days saying, well, this is not just worth a dollar. This is worth $300 a month or $500 a month or whatever it's going to be. So I think if you're doing it as a front end, then you probably want to have make sure that that front end onboarding is, is really selling that value. Um, for us we feel like somebody joins the membership and then we have to sell that we have to show them and sell them on the fact that it's worth paying what you paid again next month like this is really valuable so we're still selling the value of it in the onboarding as well as making it useful and i think that's a really important thing we i mean we talked about in, in other episodes about getting that balance between reselling people and, and making sure it's a valuable onboarding experience not just them going yes i know it's valuable i know it's great that's why i joined obviously so yeah i think that's really important so um Let's get into um, what the actual email campaign might look like. Some different elements of an email campaign to offer a trial, whether it's free or, or a paid uh, lower lower risk um, trial. Um, what would an email campaign look like? Rob, don't just take us through some elements of a good email campaign that you might want to put in um, into an email campaign to promote a trial. Yeah, so one thing you definitely want to do is to sort of create a sense of, it's a, spe- it's a very specific, we don't have a name for this yet, it's a very specific type of FOMO. It's this idea that they feel like they're not in the the in crowd, if you like, but all of the members are. So one of the ways we do this, uh, very specifically in our open day campaign, I'm thinking, we talk about like different types of language that our members would re- understand and use and recognize that they currently don't. And it's not done in like a jarring sort of push them away kind of way. It's a very inclusive sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But basically we say, hey, listen, if you've been around our membership for a bit, you've probably heard, so you've been around our world for a little while, you've probably heard these words like the interrogator campaign and the boat and island framework. And you might not know what they mean. I totally get it. You shouldn't because we made them up. Um, but they're really important, blah, 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 blah. Our members are using these things. And so again, they feel like they're not quite in the in crowd. Um, obviously talk about the results they'll get. Um, so one of the things you can do is to sort of stack up the return and investment if it's a financial thing or the emotional result if it's a more emotional thing they can get during the trial. And that's example, really important. A really important bit though is you want to make sure you stack up the return on investment or the result, the outcome they're going to get during the trial. You're no longer selling the membership, which is what you've been doing in previous campaigns. You're telling them, this is what could happen to you during the trial. So, for example, we've got a, a, a bunch of people who are action takers came in 
on day two launched a campaign and made three years worth of their membership back within their trial period in the first 14 days of membership and so with sell it's really important distinction sell the outcome they're going to get during the first 14 days if you're in weight loss what is the what's the result what's the change they're going to see in the first 14 days you will notice these habits happening you will start to become aware you will create this thing what are the things you can sell as the outcome of the trial yeah, absolutely. Um, so they want to feel like there's that the, the the return on investment of the trial is higher than it would be if they were joining during a normal from a normal promotion because they've only paid the dollar up front or whatever. Um, you want to talk about uh, the fact there's a limited time to take the offer. So we again, that's another problem with making your front end offer to membership the trial uh, is the fact that you can't easily close that down because then what do you do? Um, so we always use our countdown hero software in order to make sure that we uh, wrap that that whatever campaign it is in a in a, a limited time so they can't have it forever and there also needs to be a good reason why you why you're doing the trial as well we talk about this a lot whenever you do anything people are very cynical and jaded you always have to have a good reason for whatever it is that you're going to do so um if you're going to do a discount you need to have a reason for it if you're going to have some ridiculous refund guarantee thing you need to have a reason for it um, it's why you never see a refund policy on a sales page. Just say, if you don't like it, you can have your money back. They always go with reason, with good reason into why that's the case, right? We're going to take all the risk off your shoulders here, et cetera. So you want to do the same thing with your trial. So it could be like an occasion. So Black Friday, although we wouldn't recommend doing a discounted trial for Black Friday. Um, that's leaving a ton of money on the table when people are buying stuff. You should you should pile stuff in and, and do a big Black Friday offer. So Black Friday, Mother's Day, it's my birthday. You know, any, any reason that you can come up with why you're doing the trial um or you can do it through honesty the way that we do it which is literally we know that you could join for a dollar today you could make a whole bunch of money like you could probably pay for your first few years of membership back in that two weeks for a dollar and then you're going to want to hang around forever and, and buy all of our stuff and become raving fans so purely economically it makes sense for us to get you in uh, and and give this a try so again you want to make sure that you can give them a reason either because it's X, so it's because it's a particular time of year, a particular time of day, there's something happening, you've just done something, you've just bought this thing and therefore we want to offer you this as a, we often will do a trial as like an upsell from a splintery type offer. Um, so because you bought this, we'd love to give you the chance to take uh, the first two weeks of membership for $1, that kind of thing. Um, and again, as long as you wrap it in a reason, it doesn't have to don't have to be a hugely good reason, uh, but it does it does have to be a reason why you're putting this together. And then once someone's been through your trial, you've got to figure out what you want to do in terms of their continued membership. Are you going to automatically renew their membership and bill their card again, or are you not going to do that? So I think there's two different ways to think about this. Uh, the first one is, if you are going to rebuild somebody, you have to be absolutely crystal clear, not just upfront, but overt in the trial offer that that's going to happen. And the way we do it is we just say this. So your first 14 days will be just $1 if you take the offer on this page. And then after the 14 days, we bill your card for the full amount and your membership will continue. You don't have to do anything. We'll just automatically renew your membership and you can cancel at any time. Really fair. You can cancel at any time. We'll auto rebuild it. We'll, re we'll renew a membership. That's what's going to happen. And so we're very, very upfront about that because we don't want anybody being surprised or feeling like we misled them or being scammed or or just missing it. When if you put it on a, on a web page just once, 
and you bury that in the middle of of some copy, we we feel like that could get overlooked. We don't want anybody having any nasty surprises and feeling uh, feeling bad or getting into a sticky situation. So we'll just make sure we say that. I mean, then also have that information on the shopping cart. So when where they're actually going to go and buy and put the credit card information in, on the line where it tells you what the product is, it'll say first 14 days equals $1, and then auto rebills at whatever the amount is, on, and then the date. So again, we do it in two places. We're very, very upfront about it. The reason we want to auto rebill is honestly because that increases your conversions. If you say, hey, we don't auto rebill, you're going to notice your conversions off the back of the trial are very, very low. Very, very low. Not because people don't want to be in your membership. Not because of that, because we're going to assume you could create a bloody great membership. But because they're like, oh, I will renew that. How many things are we all going to get around to doing? loads. The point of this this trial is to get people into that membership and make it convenient for them. And of course, you can send them email reminders before the trial's about to run out if you want. Um, you can make sure that they're not going to be any kind of contract. So I remember back in the day when I used to get those, you know, those CD, those DVD um, subscriptions where you would send away, you would get 12 DVDs or you know, five DVDs for um, for $5, and then they would renew you, and then you'd be in a 12-month contract. Bastards. Horrible thing. Uh, I would never do that. Please don't do that. I think it's a horrible thing to do. But there is a time when you will not auto-renew um, someone's membership, and that is simply if you don't have their credit card information. If you've done something like, in our case, we do an open-day campaign where nobody needs to enter their credit card information. Why would you do that? Your reason you're going to do that sometimes where they don't need to enter any payment information is because it reduces the friction. It increases the number of people who show up and enroll in that type of trial. So for our open day, whenever we do that, it's, hey, put your name and email address in and that's all they need to do to get on the open day. Then we follow up. We've got a really good open day sequence that you've got inside of the league for all of your league members that is designed to convert them from having attended to now putting their credit card information in. That's not to say if you do a free trial, you still can capture people's uh, credit card information. You can still say, hey, it's a free trial. You've probably seen this on software quite a bit. Your first 14 days is free, but you still have to put your credit card information in. Some some companies who don't require the credit card information in will even advertise free 14-day trial, no credit card required. I think when we first joined Asana, I think that might have been the case, actually. So uh, it might still be the day. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, so you can either require a credit card or not. Obviously, your conversion from trial into membership is going to be significantly higher if you ask for a credit card and if you auto-rebuild. But your conversion for people from your list to taking the trial is going to lower by asking for the credit card. So you've got to just balance those things, like, like Rob was saying at the very beginning of the episode, right? So generally, we definitely want to auto-rebuild, auto and that's what that's what brings them into becoming a full paid member of uh, of your membership. So let's wrap this up by talking about some of the things. We've already hinted at some of them, but let's put them in sort of a bit of a, a summary wrap-up um, order about things that you can say during a sort of email campaign that sells some sort of trial basically you want to do the following you want to tell them as a trial tell them there is a trial tell them why 
introduce the value they're going to get during that period, which as Kennedy said before, is you're only selling the trial period. You're not selling the whole membership. And then introduce urgency with some kind of reason to do it now, case studies as well. And then you end up with a really good thing. Now, most people would put all of that in one email. People who don't, don't do this the Robin Kennedy way would put all of that in one email. They'd go, there's a trial. Here's why there's a trial. You'll get this and this and this. Um, and here's some case studies from people. And you only have until the end of the week to buy it hit send, and then they've got nothing else to say for the rest of the week. Um, the, the, one of our big strategies is take everything you would normally put in one email and make it a whole bunch of emails, uh, and then that works really well. If you want to get our campaigns that actually do all of this, um, then that's going to be you know a $1 trial campaign, although it works for a $2.95 trial or a $5 trial, the trial campaign. Uh, our open day, we also have our splinter campaign, which is a slightly different approach. That's like a paid trial. They get to... Uh, 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 they're buying a product that they get to keep forever um, rather than just trialing it. And then you upgrade them into membership from there in a couple of different ways. If you want to get all of those campaigns, everything that we've got that does this risk reversal piece, uh, it's all included inside our, our league membership along with everything else. So if you want to grab that, all you have to do is go to theleaguemembership.com, uh, theleaguemembership.com, and you'll be able to go ahead and get all of our campaigns uh, that we can use, both the risk reversal and everything else that we do too. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure you think about your trial. It's a great way of getting people into your membership. So now it's time for this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. What have you got? Uh, this one was do this on your next in capital letters, uppercase launch. Do this on your next in uppercase. Uh, lots of the word next is in uppercase launch dot dot dot. Um, and it was basically a little um, a thing we were sharing. We're doing a little live Zoom call to talk about uh, a cool marketing strategy we've got for scarcity. Um, and it was driving people to that. So two things. First of all, we were driving people to something other than what we normally do. So most of our emails are about the um, the league, whereas this was implicit. It might be doing something totally different. We don't, might be talking about something else here. Um, and also it's got like a very specific tactic sounding thing to it. Do this on your next launch. Whatever your next launch is and whenever it is, do this on it. And people like ju to jump on that sort of very tactical thing. Love it. That's this week's subject line of the week. Subject line of the week. I tell you something. We've been shit at asking for people to leave reviews of the podcast on your podcast player. So please do us a favor. Just before you hop off and do something else or listen to that other podcast, just go to your podcast player right now and leave us a review. I'd love to be reading it out on the show in the coming weeks. Thanks again for listening to the whole show. We'll really appreciate it. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. We'll see you then.